boys, welcome to the Brovercast. I have been so excited about this episode because I took us in a dr- I took a drastic left turn with movies. Cuz yes. We've been like we've been living in that What have we done so far? We done The Mummy, uh, we did Avatar 2, we did Grind, Grind, Out Cold, Sam Squanch Gang, Sasquatch Gang. So we we kind of lived in this like early 2000 style humor mm-hmm. with the exception of Avatar 2. And then I threw yeah. us a fucking curveball. A good one. With Airplane. Have you guys ever seen this movie? No. Nope. Okay. I've so, seen clips though, but Yeah, I, I knew I knew that it existed and I knew of some of the jokes. Like a buddy, a buddy of mine used to be a, a pilot and he would fly out of Burbank all the time and uh and one he told us that one day Liam um not Liam Neeson, Leslie Leslie Nielsen. Leslie mm-hmm. Nielsen opened the cabin door and went, hey, uh, we're all relying on you guys. Good luck up there. Whatever. You know, he said <laughs> yeah. his, his, his he, airplane line. He drops the quote. Yeah. Man, so, <laughs> uh, so 1980, the movie's yeah. what, 43 years old now? Wow. Did, did airplane, did that spark, was that the, uh, the, um, was that the inspiration for like the naked gun saga? Uh, so this was, this was Leslie Nielsen's first comedic role. So today, okay, so he was just a role. This wasn't like his. This project. was his first comedic oh, role. Yeah. It. So I dove into this. I was reading so much about. It. I learned so much about Airplane. So 1980 Airplane. Um, Leslie Nielsen, uh, Peter Graves, who plays uh, the uh, the pilot, the old pilot. Okay. Um, is Lloyd, he is okay. Go ahead. Lloyd Bridges, who plays the the main uh, air traffic control guy. That's like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. Lloyd Bridges, yep. and then Robert Stack, who plays the pilot who comes in to oh, help him land it. Striker? Yeah, like all four of them, this was like not a comedy role. For, like they were not comedy guys. Nice. And so they were brought in, and they were all four were like super reluctant to do this movie. But they were convinced somehow by either family or people, and they were brought in to do it and be like, just deliver the lines straight-faced. Mm. And I think that's what like sold all of the jokes in the oh, movie. Okay. <laughs> nice. And so you guys had never seen this. No. Okay. So I looked up as per the usual, I released in 1980, uh Rotten Tomatoes. Did you guys did you guys even look at Rotten Tomatoes? No. I'm... I just wanted to try and focus on just watching the okay, movie. Okay. I like it. I, yeah. What did you guys think it How would you guys think it did? Dude, I on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm guessing like a 75. Bad. Right up there. Um <clears throat> on Rotten Tomatoes, well, cuz I mean Rotten Tomatoes is obviously from the internet era. And so Airplane, I'm assuming when it came out, it was controversial. But by the time Rotten Tomatoes came out, I'm sure it was a very loved film. I'm going to go 89%. Dude, Rotten Tomatoes score 97%. 97%. Audience score 89. So in case you haven't seen it, the spoof comedy takes shots. (laughs) Takes takes shots at the slew of disaster movies that were released in the 70s. When the passengers and crew of a jet are incapacitated due to food poisoning, a rogue pilot with a drinking problem must cooperate with his ex-girlfriend turned stewardess to bring the plane to a safe landing. <laughs> the drinking problem. Dude, okay, so oh. did you, uh, let's start with you, Wyatt. Did you think this movie, did you think it was funny? Yeah, 100%. I, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I liked the little snippets I've seen throughout the years. Because I knew, like, I, same as Bab, I knew what airplane is. I think I, I sent you guys a TikTok today. Of the kid of, and the of like, pilot? Of, of, I think it's Robert Graves, like, as the pilot. Mm. Like, hey, Timmy, you, uh, you like gladiator movies? You ever been in a Turkish prison? Turkish prison. You ever seen a grown man naked? 
which we'll get to that, but we'll discuss that. But did you did you enjoy it? Did you think it was funny? Yeah, I watched it today, so it's fresh in my mind still. And I, I thought it was a good movie. I like like those eighties and nineties comedies too, like the older movies we talked about too. So, and this was funny too. I I kind of thought that maybe a like scary movie and that kind of got their their inspiration from this too. Well, yeah, we'll we'll go down that alley. Bab, had you seen this movie prior to this watch? No. Okay. So you, did you were you under the influence when you watched it? Um, I was when I first started watching it. Like I said, I, I just have a hard time sitting and just watching like long periods of. Uh, yeah, I, there was some there was some good 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 funny stuff. I finished the second half today before you guys got here. So no, I wasn't. Um, so did you did you think it was funny? Did yeah. You, were there uh, dude? Were there spots that were totally? It's it's a very different type of humor compared to everything else we've watched. Yeah, because you so got to like you got to pay attention. And some mm-hmm. of the jokes are delivered so dryly and like so dry and so fast. Yeah. Lots of, lots of speed. Like, on lots those. of really fast. Like the, there was a, uh, the, the one thing that comes to mind is when they're standing in the cockpit and he's like, this is a completely different type of plane altogether. And then it cuts to the two and they're like, this is a completely different type of plane. And they repeat it. <laughs> it's like, it's just like that kind of humor, that, that fast, like, yeah. um, so I think, I think this got a, I think it was rated PG. Really? This was? Yeah, because I believe this was before PG-13 was a thing. Wow. And there were like boobs in it. I was I was sitting there thinking like, There's hey, some boobies. I should yeah. show my parents this movie. Like, this would be a fun family movie to watch. And then a couple things happened. I re- redacted <laughs> my statement. So, uh, Wyatt, what you were saying with uh, Scream. So, this was... A scary movie. Sc- scary movie. Yeah, Excuse sorry. Um, so, this was like the first of the like remake reimagine because there's a okay. movie that it ripped off so there's there's a movie from 1957 called zero hour oh I, it essentially I didn't know that. It, it follows the exact same plot of airplane where it's the same disaster they even pulled lines directly from it, uh, and did it. so oh, this no, was like okay. this was like the first like a parody spoof, spoof parody movie okay so what can you guys think of other like really good spoof because this led to this led to stuff like i saw a yeah. lot of like watching it with a fresh mind like I don't think we'd have like Family Guy without this mm-hmm. movie. Can you guys yeah, think of that's... any other like notable spoof? Um, not another teen movie. No, I mean that's more for our energy. Our yeah, generation. but the same, um, but the same scary movie. Scary, not movie. another teen movie. Are there any other are um, there any par- more, like, paranormal movie? The paranormal activity I rem- movie. Yeah, I kind of remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean that's new, new. Um. What in the nineties was really like a? It's not a parody movie, but movie forty three. You guys ever seen that? Kind of reminded me of that too. I think I've seen that. It's weird. Oh, because it's is it forty three movies? It's like, like all, they're like super short. Where Hugh Jackman has like testicles on his chin. Yes. Yeah. I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. It because the first scene that made me think of that was the just the opener where the plane is underneath the clouds. It's animated. It's doing the Jaws theme. Oh, no. <laughs> okay it's like this is ridiculous <laughs> this is how this starts all right um who do you, like so wyatt as a younger generation do you think you could show this movie to like people your age and be like all right just sit down and watch it and what do you think they would you yeah. think they think it's funny man that that's tough too because i think i i can name a few people who i would show to that yeah would think it's 
hilarious. And then I can also think of another few people that I would probably show it to. They would just, it would just fly over it their almost, head. It, yeah, it would almost be awkward to watch maybe because they would be like, maybe this is a little inappropriate. I, I didn't think that way. Yeah, I, think, but, I think we'll get, I, we'll get to that. Well, yeah. actually, let's do that right now. So, Bab, yep. um, watching it. Sorry, I was texting. Texting. Um, I was uh, text messaging. Sex, 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 sexican or sex messaging uh, from the from the bathroom of a Chili's. Do you uh, do you think this movie would fly today? No, no pun intended. <laughs> no way. No, airplane nice. yeah, flight pun. Why? Um, you know, I don't know. Can you think of any scenes that uh, jump? <laughs> Whenever he shuts down all the all the airlines from taking off, he's like, "What does he say?" He's like, "He's like Iraqi plane, don't take off." And it's got <laughs> the like Jew- a no, it's a Jewish, yeah, Jewish oh, airlines, Jewish, yeah, yeah, Jewish airlines. Whatever. <laughs> he's like rolling in, and it's got like a beard on the, the front menorah. of the plane. Yeah, <laughs> um, divert Jewish airlines. The whole jive talk thing that probably wouldn't yeah. wouldn't fly. Dude. I mean, jive is kind of like the technical beginning of what, like ebonics or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, so that's another really is ebonics like a politically incorrect word because that's like the white man's way of saying how they how see they um, how <laughs> how African Americans like sl- not slur the words it's it's their culture it's how they you know it's how they yeah. talk like, well, I I was okay so I remember the last time I had watched this movie I was with my ex girlfriend and her entire family mm-hmm. and we were all baked out of our minds and I was really uncomfortable. Okay. Because I was like, this is really, like, this is really inappropriate. But then watching it last night, I was, was like. Was anybody laughing the first time you They saw were. It? And okay. then that, that got in my head because I was like, oh, God, am I, am I inappropriate too? Like, should I think this is fun? <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. But the, the jive thing, dude. So do you remember the, the lady that came in and she was like, stewardess, I speak jive. Yeah. The old woman. Yeah. yeah. Do you, okay. Do you have. I looked up who that I, I knew who it was, but I looked up again who that was. So had you guys ever heard of leave it to beaver? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I was never into the original show. I like the movie of it though. So the original show that the movie was based on that actress that jumps in, that's Mrs. Cleaver. Really? Yeah. Okay. yeah so the mom beaver from leave Cleaver. it, the, the mom from, uh, from leave it to beaver. <laughs> she, she came in and that was her role. Did you guys know wow. that the, the dude who like helps him land the plane, is the uh, the narrator for Unsolved Mysteries? Robert Stack. Robert Uns- Stack. Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, he's got no, such like okay. a he's got such a, a unique voice. He does. He's yeah. I. It's just I I watched I watched the jive part again, and then I looked up what was going like the two dudes who showed up on set to do it, and they had the script, but then they're like, no, 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 we're going to come up with our own stuff, and so hmm. their stuff was like rewritten while they were there doing it. And so they were into it like hmm. it. W- and I think that was I was talking with my roommate last night about the movie because she just watched it. And I think <laughs> she used how she feel. She's she, a teacher, isn't she? No, but she oh. used uh, a great word to describe the movie. It's unapologetic. Like, yeah. it, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't necessarily poke fun or like put down any certain person or group of people. Sure. It like it just is humor across yeah. The board like it just makes you laugh a little bit yeah right because nothing was too intense to where somebody somebody could get offended maybe but it's not gonna like <laughs> break up friends you know <laughs> yeah because man that that part where you're talking about the two guys sitting there and she translates for them 
the jive part. Yeah. He goes, what do you, he goes, shit. And then it translates to go- golly. Shit. He cut me some slack, Jack. It's like, and it's all, man. Golly is a white dude word. Yeah. And it was perfect. 100%. Like, it was like, the white dude is watching this and it's like, what do they say? Golly. I got it. Shit. <laughs> 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 oh, I did. I did take um, a couple notes from the beginning. Um, I thought it was crazy, kind of seeing like uh, like historic, like a historic uh, historical plane, and how like the carry on area didn't have doors on it. Oh yeah, dude. Like, like yeah, and I'm sure that all airplanes were like that back then. So and, like pre TSA, dude. That's a <laughs> that's a good way to get like a concussion on a flight, man. Mm-hmm. And they um, they showed man. like the uh, the guy coming through security. And he's like, please remove all metal yep. items. And he pulls his hand off. And then he pulls his <laughs> leg off. Yeah. <laughs> the the, uh, the dance scene where, where they do the disco oh, thing. Dude. They play the Bee Gees song, but they play it like really fast. So, was, so you can't tell by the way I use my... And, and I'm, I was curious. I was like, I wonder if they sped it up because like in mm-hmm. 19... 19- I'm curious if they like sped it up because you wouldn't have to pay like a copyright. No, they, had, they had to get permission from the Bee Gees okay. to both use it and speed it up. Okay. Huh. Okay. So they oh. sped it up on purpose. They sped it up on purpose. Got yeah. It. And they had to get permissions permission from the bgs to do that wow dude i kind of liked it sped up it was it, it it was good it was that was a great scene and that was uh what like a saturday night fever yeah direct ripoff mm-hmm. or the, like a, a spoof mm. whenever she spins them around and she like let's go with legs or whatever <laughs> like like you see his feet right there it's like that's so good <laughs> and she's just spinning around and then like right at, i guess the next flashback where they're banging on the beach yeah, I think this might be the only movie I've ever seen <laughs> where it is like a realistic depiction of how awful it would be to like be intimate. Sec- yeah, right, to, to be beach. intimate on a beach. The waves just crash. Just <laughs> <them>. <laughs> crashes into him. <laughs> that was good. And I, the uh, the two Girl Scouts just beating the shit out of each other. Oh, the military flashback, right? Uh, yeah, where oh, yeah. the BG scene. Yeah, oh, yeah where they're yeah. in the bar, and there's just those two Girl Scouts Dude, just kicking punches. Sh- sound kicking the shit out of Hard each other too, yeah Dude, those punches were uh were modern hi-fi back in 1980 they were <laughs> they were what uh <laughs> dude and there were so many good i guess in the i guess if you were in the 80s because i had to look up a bunch of the little references they did because mm-hmm. some of the jokes just didn't really make sense yeah yeah because it was topical like right the one lady who her husband she's like he never has a second cup of coffee at home oh yeah like he never get he never vomits at home. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. that. Yeah, so that was like a that was a coffee commercial from like the late seventies. Got it. Okay, where it's yeah. like, oh, he doesn't drink espresso, blah 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 at home. Like it, that was okay. it was that thing where there were there were a few of the the jokes in the movie that yeah, I, I thought she was like accusing him in in her mind of like cheating on her or something. No, it was it was a direct like spoof of nice. like a commercial during the time. Um, wow. Okay, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, dude, that. Him are he is in one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. <laughs> okay, so what? Let's let's get, okay. I was sitting there, I was like, dude, that, he looks really familiar because he plays in a couple episodes of New Girl too. When he's older, obviously, but I was like, dude, he looks so familiar, and he's super tall. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's Kareem, the basketball player. Oh. <laughs> but dude, they're it's towards the end. They're pulling him out because. They ate the fish. They're dragging the flight crew one by one through the main. And they, oh they, yeah. They pick him up out of his seat and he's he's wearing his basketball shorts. <laughs> he's got goggles. He has goggles on too. <laughs> yeah. He's got his goggles and he's like wearing the top half of a flight suit. Yeah. And then he's got his basketball shorts. <laughs> I love how I love how the stewardess Man. is like making a making an announcement over the thing and everyone's really way back. And she's like, also, does anybody know how to fly a plane? Oh my god. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> freaks out. <laughs> 
dude uh i i the 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 fast comedy was is one of the things that i think like i want to see more of it yeah in movies especially like the the three flight crew talking to each other because it's captain over and then oh. you have clarence and roger <laughs> And like the, I don't, I would love to have been there on set when they're like, what's our clearance, Clarence? He's like, what? Roger, over. And they're just like, they're going back and forth. And it's just like, they're all doing it straight face. He's what? And one person will say something else. Wait, wait, what? That's like, funny. And it's, 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 it's that fast stuff that like you got to keep up with. Yeah. What did you, uh, oh, and the, uh, I think one thing that definitely wouldn't fly were like the, the Spanish translations on all the signs. Where it was like no smoke. I had to write it down. There was one where it was like, "Please fasten your seatbelts." And oh. the Spanish one was, "Put on a de seatbelts." <laughs> <laughs> like that was, that that was like the flashing. <laughs> that was the flashing sign. Yeah, that might be one. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, who do you guys think was the hottest person in the movie? Because I think we've done we've done this with just about every every film so far. Like, man, I got a couple. Probably Elaine. I mean, may, probably Elaine. I, in the beginning of the film, I found Randy, when she played the guitar, to be, like, really hot. But, like, I just watched it, uh, you know, before you guys got here, and I was like, ah, I, I, and, like, the end of the film, she wasn't as, like, primped up. That's one. And then, secondly, the uh, the main pilot's wife, when she shows up in the air tower. Oh, my God. Holy shit, yeah. dude. Well, she wakes up in the bed, and she's, like, sleeping next to a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you I need to leave. <laughs> I couldn't figure that out. And then... All I could think about because I was high and this is how I approach movies is like the production side of it where there's probably like six dudes off camera that are like trying to hold the horse like in the bed (laughs) (laughs) and it like starts to kick up (laughs) and they're like because there's a horse laying on its side and that's a real horse under the blankets. Oh yeah, that's a real horse. Oh my God. (laughs) Just like being in bed next to a real horse in the dark. Oh my God. Like I don't man, I don't know about this shit, but I'm 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 with Randy. Randy, I think Randy the stewardess. Because like, yeah. what is it, that the one that's playing and she's unplugging the girl? <laughs> she, she she hits the IV yeah. and everybody's into it. <laughs> um, I didn't really recognize her. I didn't recognize her. Well, it's 1980. Well, no, so. I mean, I just I didn't like pay attention to her. I was yeah. mostly paying attention to the the main girl in it, which I've seen she, her other stuff. Yeah, she's like a big actress. Like, what what else was she? Was she like a motherly role in like another movie or something? I, really, I'm not sure. I should have. I feel like she was probably in the running to be like uh, she, uh, Chevy Chase's wife in like National Lampoon or something. I, Ooh, I, I feel like that would have been uh, that. Yeah, that would track because she just makes that re- like really good like <laughs> put on a deceit belt emo- <laughs> emotion face. <laughs> I had a crush on that the lady that plays in that movie when I was younger. Yeah, National Lampoon, dude. And there's yeah. there's so much stuff in the movie that like you would you almost have to watch it again because you would miss. What was the? Uh, I, I bet I would have like a lot more notes if I watched it again. Yeah, I think from now on, what I'm going to do is like I'm going to try to watch the movie the first time and then like watch it a second time, like day up, so it's fresh, dude. It's yeah, because that Cause helps like, a lot. Yeah, if it's not something that I'm like somewhat familiar with, I feel like it's just not and not in my brain. And what was the lady? She's like, yeah, I want. <laughs> she's like, I want something to read, but something light. And like she, Elaine has all those magazines. She's like, here famous jewish sports stars <laughs> like answer this tiny little thing <laughs> it's like man this was they they went after jewish people in this movie and yeah. maybe maybe that's like was that popular back then 
to do that? I don't know. I think it's not popular to go after Jewish people. I I think they did it because Hollywood has always been ran by you know Jewish like, business people. Yeah. So it's, and and I don't think there's a lot of famous Jewish sports stars either. So <laughs> yeah, that was that was probably like the point. big the big thing. Um, one thing that I, I wanted to talk to you guys about was it, it's always been odd to me, and I don't understand it. We're like the two little grown up kids. Yeah, well, he's reading the magazine. He brings her coffee. Yeah, and she's like, oh, like, yeah. And the stewardess is like, oh, do you want any sugar? And she's like, no, I take my coffee like I take my men. Black. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't just, know. Just pans to the little kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I never, I've never understood that. Yeah, I don't know. And even after looking it up, I was like, are There's, they? You couldn't find a commercial or? Just, I don't know. I couldn't. And they're supposed to be portraying like adults, I guess. I guess. And that may be something from the movie that they were spoofing. Right. Like it may have, they may have pulled lines from it. And then, so this is something too. So is, is the pilot a pedophile? Probably. I, the only way I got that was because of the question, like, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Like, is that, and then she's like, okay, Timmy, I think we've seen enough of the cockpit. Like, is that, is that, is that the joke that he's, it definitely well could be. Nothing else he really said was that maybe the Turkish prison, but <laughs> <laughs> you like gladiator movies, Timmy? Like, is he so? Is, is was that the joke? Like he was a yeah, probably he was a yeah. pedophile. Yeah, and does is that a common thing in pilots? Are all pilots pedophiles? Pedophiles, yeah. Which I don't, I don't, I don't know. Pilots probably aren't pedophiles, but like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like the. Not all pilots are probably pedophiles. <laughs> some a, a pilot some, might yeah, be. Yeah, right, right. Um, I, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like maybe they were like making fun of. You couldn't find like a movie or anything that they're referencing. I don't know. I it, it may have been something they lifted. Well, I don't pedophilia know. in the eighties, especially in Hollywood, is like a big fucking thing. So maybe they were joking about it. Maybe they were like um, referencing something. I did. I did actually see something where. Um, they had another line for him to say in the original script, but as soon as they like read it aloud, they're like, this can't be in the movie. It was something like, have you ever seen a grown man's cock? Like it was, it was like, it was blatant. Like they, they read like they had the line written, they read it and they're like, we cannot put that in the movie. Wow, man. Thank God they didn't. Or I really wouldn't recommend it. (laughs) You're like, yeah, we can't, yeah, mom and dad, we can't, we can't, we can't watch this. Uh, I, I think I identified pretty well with uh, every, <laughs> not Kevin's feeling corner, but where every time he started telling his like love story, <laughs> he yeah. would just go on rambling and everybody who would say he's just sat down and started talking to, they would ended up killing themselves because oh. <laughs> they were so sick of hearing yeah. this story. When it first right. zoomed out on the, the first person, the old lady he was mm-hmm. telling like, why, why is, is she like trying to get her bag or something up from the top and then her feet are just hanging there <laughs> and you're like oh she killed herself <laughs> and then, then like the japanese soldier who gets what, up yeah, with, what do they call that he uh, gets up with his knife and kills himself because he's sick of hearing about the well elaine and i were it, and then there was one shot like over the shoulder where he's like you could tell he's telling continuing the story and the dude's just sitting next to him like checked out <laughs> <laughs> Um, Man, let's there see. Was, there was so much good stuff in this movie, just like that. The little things. What what stuck out? It. Like what stuck out to you? Man, dude, I, I mean, I like that. 
that whole BG scene, just how the whole song was pretty much played. I liked that. And there were, it was funny too, how he threw her up in the air and then she took forever to come back down. And then, and then she just jumps out from the side. From the side. <laughs> just little stuff like that. Cause it was an older movie and stuff. I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. There was a, uh, there was a lot of stuff. I, I jotted down some notes, like the, the, like the prop gags or the sight gag that just happened like out of nowhere, like a family guy style. I bet it was a fun movie to make the, uh, Whenever he, he, when Ted Stryker came into the cockpit and he was looking at all the instruments on the, the panel and it just like, dun, 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 dun. And it just pay, it went for, went on for like 45 seconds. Yeah. It just kept going. And just do, like a very family guy style. Uh, yeah. Dragging the flight crew. Dragging the flight crew through the whole little section. <laughs> they just, they're like, if you look off to your left, you'll see a, and they're just dragging them through. Uh, the Leslie Nielsen doing the, the, the magic trick where he just keeps pulling eggs out <laughs> of the lady's mouth. she gets sick. Yeah, he just keeps pulling eggs out of the lady's <laughs> mouth and how he sells it. So I didn't realize that he, from all the clips that, I, that I've seen, I thought that he was like the main guy. But he doesn't even pop up until the movie till about like an hour in, 45 minutes mm-hmm. in. And when he comes in, he fucking slays. So wow. he was a big time actor. He was an yeah, but he had never done, uh, a comedy role until okay. this and then he ended up going on to have you guys ever seen any of the naked gun movies i haven't seen those yeah you've seen yeah so that, i've seen them all yeah so that's like those were the first films that i saw him in yeah so that's like this style this like spawn uh, probably spawned those movies yeah where it's that real dry humor and like he is a serious character in the middle of just this like just <laughs> total mayhem just a mess uh let's see here the the, 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 the people kill themselves uh the picture i love just the little things where like the reporters come in and they try to get the story they're like all right guys let's get some pictures and they just go and start yanking pictures <laughs> off the up wall, to the wall. <laughs> and just start taking pictures the uh when he's like the the dude who's like i, quit, I picked the wrong week to quit smoking and he comes in, he's angry, and he leans on his desk, and the camera pulls out, and there's a picture of him doing the exact same thing over his shoulder. <laughs> wow. Like, Did, just all this stupid shit. I got a question for you. What the, towards that scene, where they're all sitting up in the air traffic control, and the the main guy that's talking to Stryker. Robert ground, Stack, right? The pilot? The blonde hair. No, not the pilot that shows up, like the air traffic controller with the blonde hair. Okay. Kinda. He... They're all up in the tower, and he like sniffs something, and then like keeps sniffing it, and it shows him hanging upside down. Oh yeah, 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 because he, he was sniffing glue. He was sniffing glue because <laughs> that was like because he's like I picked the wrong did, did week they, to quit did, smoking. Did they, did they just make like glue like so much stronger back then? They must have. That's, yeah. that's always been a thing. Yeah, I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. Picked the wrong week to quit, quit drinking. I picked the wrong <laughs> week to quit uh, sniffing glue. And I think in Airplane Two, he shows up again. He's like, I, I picked the wrong week to quit methamphetamines. <laughs> and dude, like the old lady who like the guy gets out the the flask of whiskey yeah and she's like oh no i can't imagine that and she turns and does the coke <laughs> just fucking line of coke <laughs> that's what made me think about that because i didn't know if it was cocaine or like but he was just sniffing it yeah we should get some old glue it was yeah we should track down some old glue uh little uh, the sunglasses where robert stack walks in and he's just like yeah you know this is He's like, yeah, it's unbearable. And he rips his sunglasses off and there's just another pair of sunglasses. <laughs> I love when he walks in the airport and he's like, sir, a free flower. And he's like, starts beating everybody up. <laughs> I guess that was like, and that was another like sign of the times. Freedom, that, like freedom of religious group. Once yeah, you have a flower. Scientology was in there. Sci- yeah. There were all those little things. Dude. 
What was uh, and that shit was highly acceptable back then. So, oh yeah, dude. Scientology. It's like religion. Oh, he's like, how are they going to land? That's impossible. Soliciting religion. Okay, yeah. they're on instruments. Cuts up there. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, all this like dumb little shit that shows up in the movie. Where I'm like, man, this is fucking great. Yeah. Do you think that this movie was ahead of its time with their comedy stuff? Like, yeah. Looking back now. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a big. Well, I guess like the 70s were probably like Animal House, like that raunchy, yeah. like Porky's Animal House. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those movies, but that's I've seen like Porky's. Yeah, that like great movie, raunchy. Dude, yeah, I think humor. I think he would really like Porky's. You would probably, yeah, you would yeah. probably really like Porky's. I, I think I, I've seen that. Yeah. Porky, it's 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 like high school dudes that are like trying to sneak into a strip club, like in another county, and that's okay. like their whole job. That's the entire movie, yeah. and it's it's awesome. They're trying to like get like the I don't know the runt of the group to lose his virginity. And uh, so actually, was Porky's the original film where they like, they go behind a wall and look through the holes in the wall into like a female's locker room? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's where that comes from. Oh, okay. Yeah. The peeping. Peeping Tom. Peeping. Yeah. That's a great, I bet you'd love that. Check that out. Dude, the autopilot. <laughs> clicks the button just I, well i love like the that first at first it's like yeah activate the activate the automatic pilot where he's getting dragged out and there's just like inflatable pilot shows up and takes over and wow. then he starts deflating and it's like okay the emergency inflation valve is just at his belt level <laughs> it's like oh yeah she's giving him a, she's giving him a, a blow a blow jay there's one scene you could help me out with because i kind of missed this I was on my lunch break and I was watching it. I went up to get a snack. I came back and the golden retriever at the pilot's house was attacking the kid. What was going on? <laughs> oh yeah, that so yeah, what was that? okay. So the guy shows up to pick up Robert Stack to to take him in, and and I love it because I think about that dog every time I go somewhere where it's like, oh no, he's normally friendly. He's never like this because <laughs> the, the whole shtick was like, it's like the the house the family dog. This beautiful, yeah. yeah and he's like, he's trying dog. to like be respectful and not like, f- like get physical with the dog and fight it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. Get off him. It's fine. And then just fucking attacks him. Like that was, okay. you didn't miss much. That was like the whole thing. Okay. With the movie or with that, with that scene at least. <laughs> he's fighting me. <laughs> get your dog. Dude. And like they're driving to the airport and they have that, like the rear projection thing behind him. And like he hits the guy on the on the oh, bicycle, yeah. yeah <laughs> and then it yeah. cuts to like they have the Native Americans chasing him, and it's just this not, and they're they're still having just a normal serious conversation <laughs> the whole time it's going on. That's dude, awesome. Dude, there was so many good moments in this. That movie. Nineteen eighty two. I thought this movie came out nineteen eighty in the like sixty eight or the early seventies. I didn't realize it was nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. The uh the guy who plays Striker. There was him and the uh, one of the um, air traffic controllers is, I think his name's Jonathan Banks from Breaking Bad. He plays Michael. You ever seen that, that yeah, show? Yeah, wait. The old man. Yeah. Wait, he's what? In that. He has like long curly hair though. Wait, the dude. And he's sitting on the, he has his headphones on. He's like alone in the scene. He's like talking through the teleprompter. Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah, Jonathan I didn't even, Banks or something. I didn't like even that. catch that. Well, I didn't realize it was him till I looked up the cast because the main guy striker reminded me of Mark Hamill. Okay, 100%. yeah, I could see that. Like yeah. the long brown mm-hmm. curly hair, kind of. Yep. I was like, dude, he looks like Mark Hamill. And dude, I looked I up, and I was like, 
Maybe that's Michael from Breaking Bad. I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, he. I mean, he's so young in that movie, though you can barely wow. tell. Wow. What was uh? So after watching it and enjoying it, Bab, what was your favorite scene in the movie? Hmm. Hmm. Probably that part where they're like, she's like, "Does also does anybody know how to fly me?" I love that part. <laughs> But like at the end when they're like brace brace for impact or whatever and, they, and like everybody yeah, like moves on the crash position yeah or whatever. <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty good i did like how whenever she was doing the uh the life jacket inflation she she opens it up and there's like a duck head on the front it's a, yeah it's like a pool flo- it's like a pool floaty <laughs> that was pretty good um I, I also liked at the very end where they're getting everybody off. Like they're they're like, all right, thank you for flying. And they're like pushing them down the slides. <laughs> Hopefully your flight was great. Thank you for fl- trans American, trans American, trans American. Wyatt, if you could, uh, what do you think your favorite scene in the movie was? Dude, probably either the Korean part where they pull him out. He has his basketball shorts on or at the beginning, it's like a random pilot that they never show again. And his girlfriend, he's getting or a soldier and he's getting on the plane. <laughs> Goodbye. He's like, he's just kidding. All right. Bye. Love you. And she's running with his watch. She's like, no, do you need this back? And she's running into poles and she's knocking him knocking down. Poles he's, like, <laughs> he's just going, okay, bye. <laughs> Dude, the, the train conductor shows up right before he's like, oh, you better get on board. It's going to be leaving soon. And then just walks off. Oh, dude. Or another thing we didn't talk about. Uh, in the beginning where they haven't taken off yet and the guy gets up like he's doing an oil change. Oh, dude, I was going to bring that up. Okay. Yeah, he's cleaning, right. <laughs> he, yeah, he's cleaning the windows. <laughs> and then he opens the front of the airplane and he checks the oil. Checks the oil for it. <laughs> and then but he, he has to sign good. for the, like, uh He has to like give him his credit card to sign for the service. Dude. So what? Yeah, that's like an old credit card Yeah, machine. so what they would do is it, it's like carbon paper. And so they would put that on top of the credit card okay. and take an imprint of the card and then... At the end of the day, I guess they would like go through and charge those accounts. Wow! Oh, dude, you could you could have got away with so much yeah, shit back. So then. much crime, no, like no bad kidding. checks, bad my, cards. Uh, my uh, homie and his brother, um, they used to uh, <laughs> a homie of mine and his brother. <laughs> okay, this is new. And uh, uh, they used to live. They grew up in the Bay in San Francisco, and uh, Bay area. In the late eighties, they would walk into shoe stores like around Christmas time. They would grab a brand new pair of shoes and they would uh, they would walk up to the uh, the cashier and be like hey i bought these shoes and i need to return them and they're like you have receipt and they're like no sorry and so they would just you know return the shoes that they just pulled off the shelves because it was that easy back then wow and actually i i'd been i'd been the victim as a retail worker by accepting um you know goods um uh, like not stolen goods but um you know fraudulent goods i used to work at a cd store and this dude brought back a sony psp and there was a rule that was like any time that it's over like a hundred bucks, we have to open the box and make sure that the product is in there. But because it was Christmas and there were like 16 people in line behind him, we were told to not do that. Just do it, get it done. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy, this guy took, he, he took a a slim rock that weighed roughly the same weight as like a PSP. And then, uh, yeah, like it didn't look like the package was open. Like, yeah. Wow. So it was crazy. Smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he did it to many other stores too. Best buys. Goddamn yeah. criminal. So they were looking oh, yeah. for him. Yeah. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, man, like it's uh the only way to combat that stuff is simply by having like a thousand cameras and a staff of, uh, um, what, what is it called? Um, uh, product retention, like a product retention department, security guards, yeah. like that are, you well, know, chasing you around Walmart. or just take the effort to actually open it up and take a look at it. When I, when I worked at TJ Maxx, we had a lady, I mean, I'm talking about, when people are actually stealing like that's oh yeah yeah yeah. 
But like you're saying. Dude, yeah. We had this lady that from corporate that came in. Her whole job was to sit in the her own private room, her own private office, and watch the cameras. Yep. We still had people that would run in, and they'd put the purses next to the front. They'd run in, grab like 20 of them, and just run out. <laughs> While <laughs> you were working there? Oh, yeah. Just in St. Charles over there, just take them and run out. Wait, where was Target? TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. And we couldn't, you, they, you were always told not to stop them. What were they, like three bucks a purse or something? Dude, some of, I mean, some of TJ Maxx stuff is expensive. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. We've heard Target will let you steal up to a certain amount of money. They'll let you keep stealing, and they know who you are, and then like once you reach a certain point where it's legal, they'll sue you for it. Or like um, That's not, yeah. a federal crime or something like that. Where it's theft over a thousand or something. Yeah. <clears throat> Crazy stuff, though. So... I think we talked about like the the fast word humor. Do you guys have like a of a, a something that you laughed at or caught that was like that? I did, but I I don't remember. I didn't I didn't take really notes. I was just trying to get through it so it would be fresh. fresh. Wyatt, you got any? Sorry, I'm giving you nothing, man. You are giving me nothing. Sorry. So many moments. No, um, when they were t- like fast humor. There was a couple things that, and I'm having a hard time remembering too, but probably the Clarence where they're reading out their names. Like yeah. I laughed at that. I remember like hearing that part and that was funny. There was also, yeah, fuck man, I'm going to pretend like I know. There was one running gag that I will always find funny. And that's like, there. It hap- I think it happened a few times where he was like, that we need to get this man to the hospital. And she goes, the hospital? What is it? He's like, it's a big building with lots of patients. That's not important right now. <laughs> it's like that's wait, not important. We need you to yeah, we, we need you in the cockpit. The cockpit? What is it? It's the little room in the front of the plane where you <laughs> the pilot sit. But that's not important right now. <laughs> like, and then there was one exchange between uh, I think it was Leslie Nielsen and Peter Graves, the pilot, the doctor, where I, I forget how it went, but he's like, he's like, when can we land? Whatever. He's like, well, like. I can't tell. He's like, you can't tell me? I'm a doctor. Yeah. And he's like, can you take a guess? He's like, no, I can't. Not for another two hours. He's like, you can't tell me for another two hours? <laughs> and no, just, I won't know. They're, they're going back. He's like, no, that's when we're going to land is two hours. And they just go back and forth. And they're so straight faced that it's, it's hilarious. Because there's nothing over the top. It's just pure it, delivered comedy. Yeah, it, it's that dry humor to where you have to be paying attention, like you said, to catch it. Yeah. Probably the part maybe I guess you could count would be uh, the little kids are looking. He's looking at a magazine, the, the boy. It's like it has a picture of a nun or something. It's like it's it like, looks ski, over like what like, like she, what is she doing? Water skiing? Nun's life? <laughs> yeah, nun's life. And then it looks over her, the nun, and she's like young boy's life. Yeah, or something boy's like that. life. Just <laughs> the little, yeah, those those little details. What, uh, oh, man, I had, I had some more shit written down. Uh and then like the random stuff like that spear fucking flying in and hitting the wall. There was like a watermelon that dropped. Yeah, there was, there was a lot all this of like random. Shit. Yeah, and I, I was reading something. The today. horse in a bed. The horse in a bed. I was reading today <laughs> that like the the directors. There were three directors, by the way. Okay. And they were upset that they thought the like the spear and the watermelon and that those random things would get a bigger laugh. Huh. But they just like. Yeah, I guess those were like the jokes were like, this is going to be hilarious. Those are some experimentation times in comedy. Almost like Three Stooges. Yeah, there's like random like slapstick, yeah. random. So the uh, 
the the wife that's like, well, he never drinks his second cup of coffee at home when she's starting to freak out. And the steward is just like, ma'am, you need to calm down. And Leslie Nielsen comes in. He's like, I'll take over for this. Get a hold of yourself. Hits her in the face. And as he's walking, hits her in the face yeah. again. And there's like the line of people behind him with like boxing gloves, a knife, a S- gun. Like, yeah, a whole like machete in her hand. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was me. pulled from the Zero Hour, the the movie that they took. Well, not the line of people with weapons, uh, but like okay. the, the, the steward is trying to get a hold of a freaking out person and then like her doing it. And the second, so Leslie Nielsen hits her once. And then as he's walking away, he hits her again, which oh, yeah, I think is hilarious. Dude. So that was unscripted, and he actually got a piece of her. Nice. Man. I, I'm assuming that, you know, when you're doing work like that, sometimes you're going to catch a finger or something. Yeah, and she was all for it. Like, yeah. the actress, like, reading it, like, she was all for it. She's like, let's, yes, I want, yeah. like, just do a line of people. Let's. Really? Let's make this funny. Do you think some people back in the 80s were offended by this movie? Yeah. Yeah. I think the Puritans were probably. Yeah. Where they were like, mm, this is, and then like just the random boobs that jump in and just like, boom, 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 and then oh, jump yeah. out. It's like, what is this? What is this? Sex drive? The unrated version of sex drive? The There's un- just <laughs> random boobs everywhere. Just random. Ugh, dude. But, oh, and then there was, yeah, there was another one where it was like showed like the, the jello shaking. And then it got to the other one <laughs> yeah. that was like no bra. Yeah. Like, like what a fucking beautiful film. <laughs> Fucking, keep that in let's do it let's do another take bag it up <laughs> shake again override it we'll do it live dude the, uh let's see here what was oh and then the i read about the the scene where the kid comes in and starts talking to kareem abdul jabbar my dad <laughs> my, says that you, <laughs> my dad thinks that you need to play more defense and so he was uh, i guess he didn't either know that it was going to do that and so when he grabbed that kid that kid was actually freaked out. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I guess Kareem Abdul-Jabbar like got angry, grabbed the kid, and wow. like so the fear in his face was real. <laughs> That's He's like, awesome. You, you try following him in court forty eight minutes. You tell your dad to try to follow them up, up and down the court for forty eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I, I think what makes this movie great is when you watch it, and then like what I did was I started to like look into it and try and get a grasp on the parodies that they were doing and all the little things that built it. Yeah. So I wonder if they have a documentary just based off the making of this movie. So some of the stuff came from like commentary tracks off like DVDs where they got like Leslie Nielsen, Robert or whoever was still alive. How, how, uh, what, what part are you in? Are you notes right there? I'm, I'm jumping around. And those, there's a lot of fucking well, notes. Those there, are man. those are my that's my Google Doc, and then I have my actual like note notes. So you have two separate notes for airplane? Yeah. So I well I have for each. Yeah, this is a little behind the scenes on the Brovercast. Uh, I have I have two separate for each one because I have this is the one that I I take a running. I do uh, when I watch a movie. I for Brovercast. I I do a, a running notes. Mm. Where I just start jotting thoughts down as I'm as I'm watching it, and then I have like a Google Doc where I go back and actually gotcha. do like the uh, Rotten Tomatoes like trivia behind it, and try to like. So yeah, I've got two separate things in notes, right, and I'm just kind of okay. jumping around here. So we watch the movie. Hmm. How would you guys rate this as a movie? Okay, it's fresh in your brain, and you just watched it. Steve. What would you, what what kind of score would you give this? Let's start with you, Bab, because 
Well, yeah. What are you ranking this, dude? As a movie, I think it's great. I, I I'm up there with that audience score, eighty somewhere, like um, eight eight out of ten or something. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna have like I I need to go back and like rewatch it so I can pick up like this is one of those Dumb and Dumber two films where I'm gonna have to see it multiple times to figure out what I missed the whole time. I think if you watch it again, you'll see things that you missed the first time. Yeah. Well, another thing that I'm kind of battling with is uh, upstairs, like the TV on the wall, like because it, it's it only goes off Wi-Fi and it doesn't have a hard line. Like sometimes, like the volume, like will you know, go differently, like depending on like the connection that it has. So I need to, um, I think from now on, I'm going to start watching Brober films like in my studio so I can actually hear what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. Cause I really couldn't like, and I have to kind of keep the volume quiet cause my wife's sleeping during the day too. So it's, I'll figure it out. I don't know, but yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, it's a great movie. I love how it's, it's probably like the groundwork inspiration for a ton of awesome comedy spoof, films dude. like spoof films it like naked this no, is what gave michael naked gun. michael scott would always say oh, whatever and don't call me shirley like i never knew that that's where that came <laughs> yeah, from yeah. <laughs> that's surely you know what to do he's like i don't know what to do and don't call me shirley yeah never knew that <laughs> so what eight, i'll seven, be on. seven um, eight eight what do you give it as a movie as a movie like an eight yeah why right there man eight i eight we're not doing points, but you know, yeah. like eight like point five, like but. an eight eight out of ten. Why? Yeah. Just, I, I mean, wa- I mean, I would watch this again, and I mean, I would show like friends that I know would like it for sure. Because it's a forty three year old movie. Yeah, it's still funny too, and there's something about like we've always talked about the older movies. I don't know what it is like the actors and stuff, but it's just kind of like relaxing to watch too. So I wouldn't mind putting this on again. Because do you now. think it was like it was done so seriously? But also, like, I think so too. Because yeah. these are like huge; these were like huge name guys coming in. Yeah, yeah. And it was good humor too. Like, not like the movies now aren't, but just take like a movie Jonah Hill and then work on. Like, there's always going to be like dick jokes and stuff coming. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and that, that, like, it's a different like, type of humor. Yeah, like you said too. Like, it's all kind of based on what's happening in the world. Like in that time, like you know, a hundred years from now, someone's going to pull out like the interview and be like, who the fuck is Kim Jong-un? You know, like, <laughs> you know, like it's all based around what's taking place, like in that moment. Topical. So that's why it was t- very topical. There's yeah. probably a ton of shit that I didn't even realize was going over my head. Mm. Yeah. So like an eight. Yeah. A- eight, eight's fair. Yeah, dude, <clears throat> I gave it, I gave it an eight out of 10 as a movie. Yeah. Cause I, I just, I love it. I, I've tried to set aside Your like, my history of watching it and just watching it. And it was 90 minutes like start done like yeah. the ending yeah they like got everybody off the plane they kissed and it just fucking ended <laughs> the end I, just, I like that i do like quick endings yeah it was just it was it was done Dude, no end credit scene just fu- yeah i didn't have to wait around for fucking five minutes to hear the song like, the weekend did yeah ted striker will appear again in <laughs> four three i didn't have to fucking sit around for that shit <laughs> Come on, <laughs> yeah we didn't have the fucking weekend all right <laughs> So this is the, this is the big score. Bab, we'll start with you. As a Brover film, what do you? How do you rate this movie? I'm looking forward to you guys' scores because I, I might have a I might have a controversial take on this. Oh, dude. I mean, I I don't know. Probably coming off know. dinner, getting baked. This is this is the movie of the night. One. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, this would be a great Brover film if you're like in your 50s and you and your buddies like grew up watching this. Like, 
a 10 if it was that if that was the case but for me being that there's so much substance of this movie that flew over my head you know i, I i'm not going to choose this over fast and furious spider-man i'm not going to i'm just not going to choose it so with mm-hmm. that score I, I i i respect it but like when we talked about the sam squanch gang mm-hmm. where you're like i think i would enjoy this more if we were all watching it together yeah do you think that would affect oh d- yeah i mean totally but i i mean like it, it would be lame if you had to pause it and be like okay so this is based on like a commercial like you know what i mean like that's <laughs> that's mrs cleaver that's why I, and for me it's a one <laughs> she used to be a babe yeah so um, one out of ten one okay. for me cleaver beaver <laughs> that's mrs cleaver the beaverest of the beavers <laughs> busy beaver <laughs> she's a busy old business all right bees wyatt as a brover film what do yeah. you give this uh, I'm going like, I'm going seven out of 10. That's a, that's a significantly higher score. Yeah. It is to do like you just said, if we were all together, I can think of a couple scenes that we would all definitely laugh about. Probably. It would probably be a running joke. <laughs> Dude, I would like be in the circle. <laughs> I would be, I would be laughing the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, seven out of 10. I don't, I mean, it's not for everybody, but I, I liked it. And I think it would probably fit our, our Brover night. Yeah, I mean, if if we if we got like a lot of Brovers and we've got you know we're like running low on Brover films, I think Airplane would be a good contender. Okay. Yeah, because I, I I I probably would find it funny with you guys with Drew's modern day commentary. I think there'd be some funny shit going on because I'd be like, that's that's Mrs. Cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's funny because she was in black and white. Beaver, she was in black and white. I so Wyatt, I gave it a seven out of ten as a Brover film, nice. but. Nice. But Bab, I agree with you. I agree with your score. Sure. But I looked at it as not all, not all bros who are doing a brover are like early thirties, late twenty. Like I, I looked at this. I, tr- I gave it a score as like maybe there's like some older bros that want to have brovers. Like right. This would work. Re- this would work really well for like. People who are five or ten years older than us mm-hmm. as a Brover movie. As a Brover movie, yeah. So I try to expand our like thought process. Of- yeah, and that, that's why I'm just saying for me, it's not it's not even going to be a contender on what I'd like to watch at a Brover. Because I would, I mean, if what I'm, said, what I'm going to choose to watch, like I would, I would, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, but like we would get a cookie cake and I would draw like two towers on it and like a big plane and be like airplane time and then. Like we would, <laughs> and this is and we would put on airplane. <laughs> I heard That's a, not uh, where I thought you were going. <laughs> I heard a pretty interesting conspiracy the other day on nine uh, eleven. Hit that button. <laughs> no, I'm not emotional. It's, it's a conspiracy. Conspiracy. <laughs> Maybe I need to make a conspiracy intro. Okay, that would be um, all right. What do you? What do you? What do you got for us here? I don't have. Uh, I don't have uh, facts. <laughs> I don't have factual information. It's okay, just a conspiracy. how every good conspiracy theory um, starts. Well, around that time, the uh, the U.S. government had discovered that like seventy trillion dollars was just fucking missing, and no one could account for it. And apparently, the records of where that money went was in the World Trade Center. So this is. <sighs> we should probably do a whole episode on this because I'd like to. But real quick, is that about like the politicians? They said that pulled out, or the the business owners that pulled out all the money before the night before. No, you might be talking. About, are you talking about nine eleven? Are you talking about the Ernie Madoff thing? I'm talking about nine eleven, but Bernie Madoff. Ber- 
Who? <laughs> I prefer Ernie Madoff. <laughs> Who? <laughs> no, there was something about 9-11, how like a, a week before or something, a bunch of like, I don't know if it was CEOs or politicians it's, pulled like- It's a, probably senators and- Yeah, yeah. pulled a bunch of money out of so like something. A 9-4? Something. Something like seven billion dollars or something. You know, one of one of up. my like a lot. Of, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, they're they're. It doesn't surprise me because they're the ones that are getting world information, like in you know, on the cutting edge. So mm-hmm. the fact that they're withdrawing their money, I don't know how it's illegal or it's not illegal for them because that's technically insider trading on a whole other level. Oh, dude, that's sure, yeah, that goes deep. Yeah. One of my favorite sketchy things when it comes to nine eleven is uh, that they were running drills like i don't know if it was the navy or the air force i think it was the air force at the time we're running drills that morning of like what to do if an airplane is hijacked really? and used as a oh. weapon who who was doing the drills you said uh, i think it was the air force okay. like they had planes diverted up doing drills to practice the exact scenario that was go- that was going down yeah and right. pulled away from Dude, so, there's so, so what's the theory about that? That it that they knew that they knew that it was like, oh, we're gonna pull them off of this, and like, oh, look at this coincidence, because that's how all that's how all conspiracy theories are based. Like, yeah. is look at this coincidence, and then our human brains want to draw, make. And to your point, there's an awful lot of fucking coincidences on nine eleven, man. That's true. Yeah, but there's got, way too many coincidences. But you got to remember that coinkydinks. Uh, uh, of course, like. None of us know the actual truth. No. But you got to remember that, like, when you, when a situation happens, especially like this big, as in nine, so, uh, Wyatt, for you, 9 11 was uh, in 2001, two plane. I remember like it was yesterday. Okay. Um, but you're. I mean, gr- as a six year old, how was that? Like, for, I, I seriously. I don't remember it for real. You don't remember that day or anything? No. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming. His parents kind of like shield them from that. Yeah, Pro- six, probably. Six, so, like, do it or nerd me 23. Turn the TV. Turn it off. <laughs> turn off Fox News. Well, leave Fox News but, on. I'm going to watch it. I, I got a good conspiracy after the, after you're done. Okay. But whenever an event like that happens, all everybody's going to do is just going to start tearing apart everything that goes on around it and try yeah. and find patterns because we as humans love patterns and pattern patterned <laughs> yeah we love patterns and like putting things together and drawing conclusions and all this stuff and that's a big thing with conspiracy theories well here's the thing though it's 20 years later and we have the facts and i still haven't drawn a conclusion on it because i don't i, I don't know there's just way too many things that it took place that day that, yeah. that made it feel like an organic terrorist attack that's so and that's the thing is yeah. an organic terrorist attack yeah organic like, it, there were so many fucking signs and it, it's it's well what's really hard is to imagine that a group of like a terrorist organization hijacked multiple yeah. planes and re- like well, that's in our brain like that's hard to fathom right is that that's what happened yeah and then it's like well they put thermite on tower one and two and the way it collapses and it's a blah 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 and it's like okay like we can we can sit here and do this yeah but all day yeah but like we don't really have the facts if that's like true. Yeah. You know, um you know, and, and I don't know and here's the thing like is it I don't think it's possible for a terrorist group 
to overtake those specific planes, knowing that on that specific day they were running those training exercises unless there was somebody on the inside. Right. So so that's that's why I'm so quick to just shut the conversation down when I hear somebody go, oh, it wasn't an inside job and this was a, flu- a fluke. And it's like, no, there's so much shit around this day. Yeah. And you're what you're doing is you're looking at the coincidences that were going on at the time mm-hmm. and piecing them together and putting a narrative to it. So you're like, how could it be that this person's doing this and that's happening all when this happens? It's like. Well, sometimes I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not saying yes or no. No, go ahead. I'm saying sometimes things are just happening. Sure. And things happen and this was happening mm-hmm. and then this happened to happen as well. Well, and here's the thing too. And, and I, I appreciate you bringing that up because what you're touching on is a dynamic of how a person bases their opinions off their personal biases. So you're kind of just, you know, like you just explained it, like how human beings like to enjoy patterns, Pat earn. And you know, there's, um, (laughs) I'm actually, I'm actually, I've been discounting my conspiracy thoughts so much lately because, you know, I, I mean, there are things that are taking place like not everything is a fucking conspiracy. It's like, maybe we're trying to learn how to control the weather. So that way we're, you know, not having like a hundred thousand fucking tornadoes. Like there was in 2011, you know, like maybe it's not about, you know, poisoning our lungs with chemtrails and shit, you know, like the conspiracy suggests chemtrails. Yeah. yeah. That's I a love, big I love chemtrails. Yeah. Well, apparently there's vapor trails off when a plane is at high yeah. altitude <laughs> and the pressure difference creates small clouds no, Drew, behind there, it. There's, there's an actual group <laughs> of meteorologists that, um, they drop um certain type of chemicals in the air that are specific to manipulate the clouds so like hail isn't that big if they know that a storm's coming and stuff there's a group of you know i mean there's a huge community of scientists that are like like this you know and to your point yeah like when an airplane is thirty five thousand feet and going you know 520 knots wink airplane reference (laughs) knots yeah um yeah i mean there's going to be a vapor trail because they're going that fast but you know there's also you know scientists that are trying to manipulate the weather and and, yeah. and i'm but, not but discounting not for experimentation con- i'm just yeah but not for a conspiracy thing and that's that's the why frogs gay well maybe conspiracy conspiracies uh theorists they think that you know oh well that's you know it's going to come down and it's going to poison our lungs it's like it, it's it's going to be it, i mean we're talking about different layers of ozone up there like it's going to be different have you seen the the harpa machine have you seen that thing too the h-a-a-r-p machine yeah, yeah. where Dude, that, 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 that sends radio frequency waves into I'd love to see that. It's massive. Well, I, the one I'm thinking about is the mm-hmm. one that makes like clouds. It's on the ground. It's probably at least two, three stories tall. Are you talking about the one in Alaska that? I don't know. It's it's a machine. Like it actually does. Like it I know blows. what it is. Are you talking about the? Is it in Alaska? Because I don't know. that that's you, you might see, be thinking of something there's different. There's a documentary on it, but okay. It was pretty wild though. It made just these giant clouds, and then they float into the air, and like an hour went by, it's like it's it's right up there, and it looks like a normal cloud. Like, really it's pretty interesting and this is wow. this is the dangerous thing is when you i mean see i mean i'm still learning shit about this stuff. is when you you have these things where you have people experimenting you have scientists doing things mm-hmm. and then you you put that together with this and you see this and you add it to this and then suddenly you have this like yeah. intricate conspiracy theory of right how like Oh no! This is how we advance a society: is we experiment, we experiment with things, we try things, right? And that's why I'm discounting the conspiracy part of my thoughts. Yeah, 
Yeah. And that's that's a that's a healthy thing to do. I know that I'm not saying it's bad, but like I, so so being that I'm learning to grow a little bit, I would challenge you yourself to learn how to grow a little bit too and not be so anchored to only what is written in a book. Oh no, I'm not I'm not. I mean, I've the 9/11 thing is one thing that I've definitely explored probably more than anything else. Okay. Probably because it's more recent. But like seeing it happen firsthand live on the news yeah like that is in my memory sure like i I will never forget that maybe <laughs> but <laughs> wait what are we talking about we'll catch back up next week yeah you know <laughs> like towers thoughts. <laughs> and uh but then like reading about things like i've listened to there's a great uh last podcast on the left i think yeah. we discussed that fantastic. before fantastic i think they did a really great like three or four part series about nine 11 conspiracies where they dove okay. into every single nine 11 conspiracy out there. And mm-hmm. they just, they just went through all of them and sure. it's like, this is, yeah. And I, it's tough because you, you, part of me doesn't want to, be, I don't want to be like, well, the government would never do that. Like, no, the gov- people are corrupt. People are evil. People are corrupt. Whatever. People are yeah. Evil. Like, but but was it a specific plan intentionally? The orchestra- the or- yeah. I mean, you, you look at, uh, I forget what it's called, but uh, what's the, not Murphy's Law, where if it can't go, but there's something else, Occam's Razor. Okay. Where if you look at a complicated topic or something like uh, an event, what normally, what normally was the cause was the simplest explanation. Okay. So that's, the, I think that's what Occam's Razor is, is where... You you have all this stuff, and typically what happened was the simplest thing. Like today, yeah, yeah I okay. saw a dog running with a leash, and I'm like, the owner was murdered, the dog ate him, and they did all this. It's like, no, the simplest explanation is like the dog got off the leash. Yeah, like, but you could right. you could go through this like where typically the simplest explanation is what actually happened, right? And yes, it's Occam's Razor, Occam's, and it's it's fascinating. Oakham. And I love Dwight I love Yoakum. I love conspiracy. I love yeah. I love fake moon landing. I love lamp. Yeah. Like I love these. Yeah, I, dude, I, these are all the JFK yeah. assassination. Like all yeah. these things where people have all this time who sit in their basement and look at their computer and donate to Twitch girls in Pita. bathtubs. Pita. Do, do you think those are the conspirators? I think they, those type of. They, I think they perpetuate it. Hundred percent. Yeah, I can yeah. see that, dude. I can't wait for today's title of the episode: Airplane, nineteen eighty. Drew, Kevin, Bab, and Wyatt talk about 9-11. This is a sign of, well, you know what part of the episode it is. It's Gen Z T, baby! Oh, shit. Oh. Hi, everybody. It's Gen Z T with Wyatt E. What do you got for us, buddy? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Welcome to the Gen ZT. So last week we watched Sas or not the prior week before we watched Sasquatch Gang and the word was camp. Camp. Which is like pretty much I guess the good definition is like exotic, not exotic, but flashy like clothing. Cl- yeah, Style. flashy clothing that makes a statement kind of. Okay. And somebody just defined it as Alice in Wonderland clothing. I is, saw that. Which is pretty good. Yeah, which is really dumb. So I've been sending TikToks to you guys with hashtag camp on TikTok. 
to try to find, which at first was kind of hard because it kept coming up with Christian girl goes to youth camp. <laughs> like Christian girl like, regrets going to youth like camp. Like when you go hiking, what should I wear when I'm camping? <laughs> Hashtag camp. So I nice. had to like dig de- dig deeper you had to do into a little, it. You had to do a little research. I had to do. You had to put a little effort into it. I had to change it. some words around in the search bar. And finally, we happened to camp, which is... Yeah, it's just fashion, like a big fashion statement that you might wear. Like I sent one to Drew and Kevin where this guy was wearing keys around his neck. He was like wearing he a, a, a purple sweater. Yeah, purple sweater. And he had house keys dangling from the sweater. And if you don't like it, you're, you're a, the problem. Yeah, you're a homophobe. And you're anti, you're transphobic, you're homophobe, yeah. and you just don't understand life. Wow. That's pretty much what he said. I wow. Have you ever seen somebody who's camp out in the wild? I don't know because I think my definition of camp, like I would think of camp as somebody like I'm thinking of an emo person who would wear like really tall glass heels and like white striped black socks. A stripper. Oh, that sounds great. I mean, it sounds great, but like really intense though. That would be camp to me because that's a pretty big outfit to wear. But I do remember having crushes on people who used to dress like that. How do you, I, uh, I was in Soulard Saturday and some idiot walked in in this like green dinosaur outfit. Do you, would you consider that camp? Like an, like a costume? Like a, it, it wasn't a, one of those like inflatable T-Rexes that you're thinking of. It was like a, like a giant, like pajama T-Rex. Would you consider, <laughs> would you, would you consider that camp? No, no, no way. <laughs> Why not? Because I mean, he's it's, making it's, a bold statement. He didn't have fucking house keys dangling from his tiny arms. It would be camp if he walked in alone wearing that. Yeah, I mean, well, not in a group. I don't know. You Do you think so? he was just an idiot? I mean, I think because so, camp camp's all about like making a statement, peacocking a little bit. Did you, you know? see the video I sent you? No, I, we you sent him today. <laughs> yeah, check this out. No, I didn't want to watch him. Just look at that outfit. And just tell us what you think. The punch. It's a purple blouse yeah. I mean, swing. That's Andy Samberg doing a campy sweater. I mean, I I don't think those fucking Wranglers from Walmart do anything. But the yeah, but that's sweater. well, that's part of his style. Is he he does that and then he says, and I'm pairing it with the whatever jeans, like basic shit and combat boots. So yeah, I I, I I don't know. I think on TikTok, from what I've seen too, it's pretty. It's a pretty like popular word in. The LGBT, LG, <laughs> LGBTQ LG, plus, yeah, community, mm-hmm. and that's why I had a hard time finding it was because it's <laughs> your <laughs> algorithms all just big yeah. Yeah, milfs, right? It's not that, you know. <laughs> you guys got to keep sending me like funny stuff because the um, I've been on the Brovercast TikTok account lately, and it's just like it's all sad shit and conspiracy stuff. You guys got to send me some funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> it's like we went to Iran to find Stargate. <laughs> I don't know. Swipe, like, <laughs> save for later. No, so, but th- that's why I had a hard time finding it. But yeah, apparently it was adopted like early in the LGBTQ plus community yes. to define like their kind of like more extravagant, I guess, outfits. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting. I don't think it's really that popular, though, um, as much as... No, I hope it's not. Like, but Chuggy is. Chuggy, yeah. Chuggy's... Chug it up. So if I... I think I, I cornered Bab earlier on a previous episode, but about making us a, a very bold statement about two of us, but Wyatt, I'm going to do the same thing to you. No. 
how could Bab and I dress to be camp? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, man. well, okay. Let's okay, start okay. with me. Let's start with me because right. I, you know, I've got nothing to lose. All right, let me just and everything to gain to dress more camp. Like, well, yeah. It, what 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 to camp dress outfit. like more trendy? Like not trendy, no, but not like trendy. to dress camp. camp. Okay, camp. Like okay. What am I wearing? What do you picture me wearing if I'm camp, dude? Give it to me straight. Pick, First okay. thing that pops in your head. I picture you with like the the um khakis that used to unzip at the knee. Okay, zip offs. Zip off khakis with like an old pair of um New Balance. <laughs> okay, like the like. What? Ooh, no, not New Balance. Like Doc Martens. Okay, you Dockies. Some, yeah, you and some Docs, and then do I have both pants pant legs zipped off, or no, am I just you, wearing no, zip offs? You, you have one zipped off and one on. Okay. <sighs> Okay, all right. You're in there with Doc Martin's on. You're trying to hook and up you, with Lily Aldrin yeah. at brunch. Yeah, you have, you have hiking <laughs> socks on. Showing off my too. calves. Yeah. I have what? You I have, have hiking I, socks on. Okay, what am, what's my top? <clears throat> Dude, man. Maybe like a bright orange sweater. Re- like a wool? <laughs> like construction orange. <laughs> like a wool one. <laughs> like a wool bright orange sweater. Sophisticated wool one, yeah. Okay. And, oh, so uh, maybe not construction orange. Okay, so but then you have up. like a rainbow beanie on. And that's your fit. Nice. And then white glasses do for I have, reading. That's your fit. Do I have any... <laughs> that's your fit. That's not, do I have any jewelry? No. No rings? Let's, let's, no no, let's no not piercings? Push, let's nothing not like that? It. Okay. I mean, you could. Okay. So I'm stuck. You don't, you, don't, you don't go overboard with it. Okay. Though. Yeah. I don't want to be... Yeah. I don't want to be like... You have like a Casio. I don't want to be glamping. You got a Casio watch on. <laughs> okay. You don't want to be glamping. Okay. Now what's bad wearing? <laughs> I can't wait for yeah, this. Yeah. I got to hear this. Like, what... Are, yeah. <laughs> fit check. Like, and, and, be, and be serious about it because I'm, I'm going to actually consider... This well, camp, I, I don't think you want to wear camp. But give it to him. What is he wearing? He's camp. What is he wearing? Yeah. Wyatt is examining him from toe to navel to head. I'm, I'm going to imagine this. Go. Okay. Okay. Dude. I, okay. I picture you in some like, some le- <laughs> leggings, some leather pants, leather pants. Uh, leather what, pants. What, what's their fit like? Are they leather tight? Leather pants. Like super tight, or do they they kind of like flare at the bottom? Yeah, no, they flare they're... a little bit. Yeah, they flare a little bit. Not okay. super tight. Like Mark Wahlberg and Rockstar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we've got the <laughs> yeah. okay. What, what but kind tribute of tribute band? Not steel pants. Right. What or kind of steel? What what kind of shoes horns. is he wearing? I picture you that, and then like flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a pair of Crocs. A pair of Crocs. Okay. A pair of Crocs. Are they in Are they in speed or sport mode? Dude, they're in sport mode. They're in sport mode. They're in okay. sport what mode. Is that? What does that mean? So that is, I think, sport mode is when it's flipped forward. It's yeah, it's the ankle forward. thing is flipped forward. Okay, because yeah. you're more relaxed. And then, like, mm-hmm. dude, bringing back an old deep V, but like a black and white one striped. And then you have a a, he's corduroy, dressed, a corduroy jacket <laughs> over here. He's dressed like a sailor. Yeah, and then you have a corduroy jacket over it. A corduroy <laughs> jacket. I love it. He swish. He makes a hat or no hat. Hat. No hat, but no shame either. Yeah. No, are we going hat? Dude, this is your no, this is your call. No, we no, get, no hat, but just really long hair. I love it. Like let my hair grow yeah, as yeah, long yeah, as I yeah, can. Yeah, because, because, but but yeah. not worry about the baldness. Yeah. Yeah, not worry about the baldness. Yeah. Okay. I feel like he would have jewelry on. Like a like like nine rings. Yeah. I see I, I don't feel like I'm doing it right. Cause just wa- just watch this real quick. I like, can't watch that again. Yeah, like I, I mean from from what I'm understanding <laughs> it's about just clown, clown, can't, clown. Can't <laughs> clown. So it's okay, like so I think Gala. I think what I think what you're describing is just like Gen Z yeah. fashion. I think camp is like full on legitimately peacocking. Like, like 
Met yeah, Gala, like, 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 like I literally yeah. just saw somebody dressed as a peacock in the TikTok well, you were showing. Yeah, us. they show Prince too. Like he wore. Yeah, oh, like oh, he, did they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course they showed Prince. Well, he wasn't. Yeah, well, you know, okay. So that's uh, wow. okay, Bab. Now, uh, in in conclusion, uh-huh. what, we get to come up with what Wyatt's wearing as camp. Oh, as camp or as Gen Z no, fashion? As, no, as, as camp. camp. As camp. Okay, well, I want to do both. Uh, okay, oh, okay. I, I've got the bottom, or I've got the top. As camp. Yeah. What? He's uh, shirtless, and he's wearing, like, a tuxedo jacket. And there's that's nothing it? underneath. Well, no, okay. that's the top. i got the top yeah. half. Oh, okay. Yeah, and no, like, no oil. You haven't been nothing. working out. Yeah. Like, we're, we're talking we're, right now. Yeah, we're talking okay. right. Yeah. What, hat, no hat? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's got a hat, but it's uh, it's, like, a really bad hat. It's like uh, yeah, there was a picture visor. He's got a visor on. You've got okay. What uh, what about this though? That's that's more Gen Z though. Like talking about camp. What if he's got like one of those uh, uh, Doctor Seuss hats, and at the top is a little binky. <laughs> yes. Just a little binky. Oh is it taped God. on or is it glued? Like it's glued on. Well, it not it's not homemade glued on. It's kind of like it's part of the outfit. Like like he's got a cat in the hat hat that kind of goes up and slumps. Yeah, and he can like every for one, suck in my thumb. Every once in a while, when there's about to take a picture, he can bend the Doctor Seuss hat yeah. over and suck on the. Binky. So the binky is part of the hat. It's not okay. homemade like you taped yeah, yeah, yeah. it like a Gen Z. I love this. I love yeah. this. Okay, and yeah. now what's the bottom? What do you got for the bottom, dude? The bottom is like super super short jorts. No, that's Gen Ooh. Z. Um, I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make him a progressive. I'm gonna camp him out in like a, a like a, a Victorian era skirt that like bumps like with out the, like with that, the metal, like the metal cage a yeah. that's over it. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't go all the way down to the ground. It just stops like above his knee. Dude, I've got the, bu- I've got what's no underwear. Can I, well, can I, can I add something to it? Go ahead. Uh, he's got capri, capri cut military camo pants. Okay, but they're they're like a they're like a really um like progressive camo, like a bright like, like construction orange. Yeah, like construction orange so, digital camo. With a Dr. Mm-hmm. Seuss hat with a blazer on with no shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're wearing uh your shoes are like high heel boots with no socks. <laughs> yeah. And you've yeah, got dude, you, you've this got sounds uh, pretty good. You've got white fingerless gloves on fingerless Ooh. gloves but not but not classy fingerless gloves like your fingers wore through them so yeah, they're a they're, little they're gross jaggered. <laughs> they are disgusting yeah. yeah and and you shaved uh like only your sideburns down so it's yeah. just and a goatee yeah and you're missing your left eyebrow yeah could i get into the met gala yeah i mean you yeah this is your this is your outfit at the met gala this is my I, okay outfit. so i don't i don't want to like future predict but when the Brovercast makes it. We are going mm-hmm. to film getting Wyatt into the Met Gala wearing this exact outfit. Man, okay. I, I Dude, think I we should set. I think we that. should set a realistic okay. goal where I want to see. I, I will dump you off in a car, like on the side of Met Gala. I will run police barricades to what get if, you into the Met Gala wearing this outfit. What if we just did it next year and I dressed up like that? Do you think I would we had still a Met get Gala in? party? Do you think I would still get in, or they kick me out because like everybody would be looking at my outfit? I think you could be like, you can't kick me out. I'm, I, I identify as, and like you'd be fine, like because it would be one of those like I don't want to offend him because 
I think he's, I don't know, man. He, he, he's he got a couple of tents and a kayak. I think he's pretty camp. Uh, I was offended. He's got a mountain bike. I got a cousin. That, that, dude, can start a, that dude can start a fire. He's I camp. Got a, I got a cousin that was in the Met Gala. I was offended. <laughs> he was camp. camp. What a gross, camp. what a gross word. It is kind of a well, stupid word. I mean, dude, there, there are remnants. This is what I like about Wyatt is he's always, he's always entertaining the future. You know, I mean, you're you're dropping Gen Z vernacular, you know, by like that's your fit, and you you are actually in the middle of winter. You're wearing fucking flip flops and and uh, and you know uh, Christmas socks, lumberjack socks, like really thick wool socks. That's true. Yeah, well, he's, you're, he's, he's, he's that's performance. Well, he's dressing. Is that performance? Yeah. It's also because I'm just lazy. Well, that's that's a Gen Z thing, though. <laughs> I, I, I see. I on. see this all the time. Yeah. Well, it. it yeah, I don't know. Maybe Gen Z's just being like lazy. Yeah, but like I found all this stuff in the fucking closet. I'm going to put it on. I want no, to just trip I, like this. Yeah, like I, fine, I appreciate because you're you are kind of like even though you're technically a millennial, you are borderline like Gen Z, and you're still line. you're still in I your 20s, line. so you're open to it. I did you? Uh, I, I I saw a new one on TikTok where this guy he he dosed his girlfriend. He put he gave her a, a peanut butter cup like THC thing. It wasn't a lot. It was like 20 milligrams but she got the munchies and started eating a bunch of other stuff and then she passed out and he went hashtag slumped slumped <laughs> he said slumped and that's why i hashtagged that to you guys too slumped hashtag so is slumped. that like passed out slumped. so he drugged her he it, like he didn't drug her he just gave her he drugs gave, without he, her knowledge he gave her he gave her a thc and, and this is a couple that does it all the time anyway she just didn't realize that she ate one so i mean it's looked down upon sure but when she passed out <laughs> sure. like he he didn't he didn't drug her like he didn't roofie her and yeah. then she passed out he just he gave, gave her, her drugs until she passed out no i mean it, it's probably like her bedtime anyway but it's that slumped <laughs> yeah slumped man camp dude wyatt thank you thank you for educating us educating our listeners and giving me one of the most revolting mental I, images I, possible of you dressed in all that stuff <laughs> i would challenge you both this week i really challenge you to use camp in your vocabulary dude i'll yeah i'll do I it don't, at work i don't know if like, i could use it in that term i'll be like, like that little that first way. grader is camp dude just be yeah, like, yeah, like hey I, are you gonna see a first grader that's in alice in wonderland at your job your outfit's really <laughs> camp, bro. I might, but he might be, the he or she might be in, like, one of those, like, self-contained rooms, like, trashing the place. Like, is Gen Z saying that, like, like even though that's not what they're wearing, they're just, they're, are they starting to replace camp with cool? Dude, like, you're I, looking real camp? I don't, I think. Dude, maybe. I'm I mean, willing to bet that's, like. I think it's for a very specific demographic. That's, like, famous influencer Gen Z terminology. Yeah, where I, I'm pretty sure that like your normal Gen Z person is just like I have a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt and I'm trying to get a job and right. this is what I can afford. Where like then they oh. they get on TikTok and start swiping. It's like this is what it's actually like, and it's somebody in fucking <laughs> orange high heels and a goddamn inflatable like vest. Dude, it's an SEO camp camp cramp. That's a that's a tight fit. There you go. So after uh, doing the math, uh, airplanes at like what a fucking four <laughs> for Brover. <laughs> Your one druggist how, down. How, what was their budget? Uh, it was oh man, uh, like twenty or thirty million, I think something okay. like that. It was it was it was pretty reasonable. And then Robert, I remember reading Robert Stack 
the dude who played the 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 unsolved mystery guy mm-hmm. he made the decision to instead of taking a stock in the profit mm-hmm. he just took an extra 20k on top of his pay oh nice and lost out on like millions yeah because i the test of time that's that's a big royalty check because right it was just that gamble of yeah like it was like the star wars thing but i'm not going to go into that but wrong pick so there you go <laughs> anything else bab dude i think i think that's it i'm so hungry i haven't eaten anything today. your goose is cooked yeah 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 camp wyatt camp. uh any closing camp. words of wisdom to your younger generation stay strong fellas these layoffs won't last forever. <laughs> Stay strong, Kings. <laughs> Make sure you strike. Stay strong, Strike kings. like the French. Stay fit. That's it. No, yeah. Good movie, Drew. Um, so what's... Bab, your pick, right? It's my we, pick? Now? Yeah, we went sat, Sam Squanch, Airplane, and... Shit, you really put me on the spot here. Okay, so in an effort to get out of the frat boy humor... Um... Mm. Ooh, I got one. You want to tell us? I'm it's ready. not frat boy humor, but it is a late '90s Disney movie. It's a late uh, uh, Brink. You'll never guess it. Brink is my only guess. Late '90s Disney movie. I think it's a Disney movie. It- it's uh, Paul-, okay. Paul Walker's in it. Oh, oh shit! Uh, it's a great film. Oh nope. man, I don't where have the, it. they're they're uh, they. They accidentally like stumble upon a way to become park rangers. Him and his brother, who were Hawaiian surfers that skip school all day, so their oh, father sends him dude. to like a, a Yellowstone Park. Ugh. Or no, no, he he sent he sends him to. Well, I'm not going to give you the plot of the movie. The 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 movie is called Meet the Deedles. Meet the Deedles, and this isn't a uh, this isn't a decom. This right? isn't like an Aladdin, it's, it, and it's also not a Disney Channel movie. This is a decom. They're what's, called DCOMs. What's a DCOM? Disney Channel original movie. This is not a DCOM. Okay. This is like a a, a studio film Meet that's the not a Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I've never, never heard of it. Yes. Yeah, never heard of it. Okay. And I'm, I, I can't wait to experience it. Yeah. This is, um this is and I don't even know where you would find it. So you guys might have to fork out some bucks to rent this. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure it'll take a five second Google search to be able to watch it. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's <laughs> just like th- this <laughs> isn't this isn't like a comedy com do you want a comedy comedy? No, I mean it's I want, it's, it's I want funny. You, I want it, what you want to watch have this, us watch. This has a plot to it and there are some funny parts because it's two sur- surfer dudes that are trying to become fucking park rangers at Yellowstone Park. I'm in. I okay. w- it, well it's your pick, so you can yeah. have us watch whatever you want. Okay, well hang on. This is this Passion is a contender. No <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Jim this is my pick if you guys want to get out of the frat boy humor. No, if, I want I want you to take us where you, want, where you want us to go. It's it's between Meet the Deedles and Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, the first one. Never seen either one. Yeah, so but it's, what? it's good. They're both good. Okay. It's your pick. I mean, and you're going to get right. another pick in like three months. Two, three, yeah, three months. Okay, then let's let's keep it let's I, keep let's keep it funny. Let's go Harold and Kumar. Harold and Kumar? The Her- first Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is this like a good burger? Or? Yeah, it's good burger, just remade with Indian dudes. <laughs> well, one's Asian, Asian, whatever. One's I mean, Asian. Actually, that that uh, I have a mural of a, a screenshot of Harold and Kumar when they find, you know, when they're lost and they. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll they, find out. They find a panther in the woods and they ride that motherfucker. And this is then smoking a joint with the panther <laughs> after they rode it. <laughs> I feel like, dude, yes, because I recognize Kumar. As from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's the therapist yeah. right there. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, both of them. Are both of them? Harold's from something, too. No, no. Both of them are in How I Met Your Mother, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's, the other one plays the boss that's tried to, Jeff, trying to get um, uh, Marshall to work Je- for Je- his... Uh, not Jefferson Coots. Um, but he, yeah, he's, he's he, like, so listen, you're only, you only yeah. want the job here because your dad's like, friend. Come on, you, you okay. think I'm taking you out. And, yeah. You know, yeah, and then he looks not, in the mirror and he's like, I hate myself every day for it. <laughs> I would have went the nonprofit route. All right. Next time, Brovercast, <laughs> yeah. we're going to do Harold and Kumar. All right. Harold and Kumar next time on Brovercast. Brovercast.